This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 423. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 423. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Oh, tough time out there. I'm not going to lie. It is a tough time. If you're listening to this in live time, it's March 16th. I'm recording this on March 11th. Right now, every day of my life feels about, I don't know, three to 10 days long. I'm in Seattle in the middle, the epicenter of everything COVID-19. So um, Seattle is like the front lines for the country right now in terms of what's happening with coronavirus. And we're feeling it here for sure. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal experience with this all today. And I'm also going to let you know what's helping me and what I think can help you too. We're going to be in this heavy spot for a while. And some of you, it hasn't hit you yet. So some of parts of the country and some parts of the world, um, you're not impacted, but you will be. It can tell you that based on what's happened in Seattle that has so closely mirrored what's going on in other countries like China and Italy and now Iran. And so if it hasn't touched you yet, this is not me overreacting. This is me giving you a little bit of a glimpse into your future. <laughs> so we will be talking about that in just a minute because I think it's important that you kind of get to hear, you know, one person's perspective and also how I'm totally just still going about my daily life as well and finding hope and happiness and joy and all those things because I think that's the most important part. But before we dive into all that, we have something really special to celebrate. So yesterday on March 15th, 2020, the Shameless Mom Academy turned 
four. So my first episode of the Shameless Mom Academy went live on March 15th, 2016. So that was four years ago. And I will tell you, if we weren't in the middle of, you know, COVID craziness, I would have done an episode dedicated to our four years. But I feel like right now what we all need is something a little more sensitive to what's going on in, in the rest of the world and in our and so present and heavy in our lives. So we're not doing a big, huge birthday party today for the show, but just know that I am celebrating this milestone. It's a big one. It's a special one. And I'm celebrating it with you. This is our show. It's not just my show. It is our show. The reason I keep coming back, the reason I've never missed an episode, this show has gone live every single Monday, every single Wednesday for 423 episodes over the course of four years, even on days that were really hard, even the day after IVF failed, even on Christmas Day, even on New Year's Day, even in the middle of really hard times and also really amazing times in my life. It's all because when I show up for you, you show up for me. And when I show up for you, the impact and the power and the momentum and the magic and all of those things that I really try to put into this show are reflected back to me tenfold through the way that you show up for each other, through the way that you show up and tell me how the show has impacted you. All that means so, so, so much. And so that's why I keep going. And that's why this is such a special milestone because so many shows don't make it this far. There's very few shows that make it four years and 423 episodes. So thank you for being a part of this journey. It means the world to me. Like if you want to give the show a birthday present, I'm just going to throw this out there. If you want to gift the Shameless Mom Academy a little birthday present, go leave us a review if you haven't already done so and let me know what is the Shameless Mom Academy meant to you over the course of your listenership? And you can do that if you go to shamelessmom.com slash review. There's a little portal that puts you right into Apple Podcasts and you can scroll down, rate the show on five-star rating and then hit write a review and leave a few sentences just to let me know how the show has impacted your life and your journey as you've been a listener. That's really, that's the most precious gift that you could give me. That means the world to me and it also impacts my ratings and rankings. So it's a win-win. It's a win all around. So thank you for that. And thank you for being a part of this with me. It just, it's changed my life. And I know it's changed a lot of your lives too. So with all that said, let's talk about some COVID-19. I will tell you that I am increasingly able to be light in this moment. You know, you're going to hear this five days after I recorded it. And right now, every day feels like, you know, 10 days long because things are just changing really rapidly, especially here in Seattle. So right now I'm saying that I can feel light in this, but who knows, tomorrow could be different. A week and a half ago, this felt really big and really heavy to me. I was faced with the decision to decide what to do about Shameless MomCon. I had to make a decision around if it was safe to still host an event that required about 70% of our guests to fly in or travel from outside of the city. And I ultimately had to decide to postpone Shameless MomCon, which was just a treacherous decision. I felt like it was a no-win decision. It was so hard and it hung over me so heavily for the better part of a week. And so I'm feeling lighter now because that decision has been made. And so I'm not in that heavy analysis paralysis around what to do when just everything feels hard and like there's not an easy or obvious answer. So for those of you who couldn't come to Shameless Mom Con when it was at the end of March, big news, newsflash, we have Shameless Mom Con 2020 coming to you still in 2020 on May 14th to 16th. So Shameless MomCon is now pushed to May 14th to 16th, which is a 
fabulous time to be in Seattle, hopefully more sunny than the end of March. I'm very much excited to be able to host this event. All of my speakers, I just have to give a huge shout out to my speakers, to Laura Cathcart-Robbins, to Katie Kremitzos, to Gina Fresquez, to Naomi Clark, and to Sarah Lucas. They all immediately when I said, hey, I'm going to have to move this date. I totally get it. If you guys can't come, I don't expect you to bend over backwards and rearrange your lives to make this work. And they all immediately said, we're there. Every single one of them individually replied to me and said, I'm there. I got this. Not a problem at all. Thank you for making another date work. They've just been phenomenal. So if you were having some FOMO about missing out on Shameless MomCon 2020, rest assured you can still come. So we have not updated our ticket sales page yet. So you cannot get tickets right now, but that's all coming in the pipeline. So just hang tight. That will all be ready to go very soon. But mark your calendars for May 14th to 16th in Seattle, if you want to come join us. I'm so, so excited. I think it's going to be really, really amazing. And I'll also say one of the things that I think makes things more magical is like when you have to work so hard to make it happen. So I'm already anticipating like there's just going to be a really, really special, special energy at Shameless MomCon 2020 because we've had to work really hard to make it happen. (laughs) And there is a feeling of like, we did this, like we did this and we can do anything. And so I know that's the feeling when you go through something hard as a community and you overcome it, there's that really powerful sense about that and around that. And so I'm looking forward to feeling that when we are all together in May, enjoying all the magic, the power and the momentum that is Shameless MomCon 2020. So that was my big, big decision that I had to make around coronavirus. And I will tell you that, you know, when I got through that decision, I was a little bit like, oh, I've kind of been negligent in terms of like, you know, educating my child on hand washing. And so since making that decision, there's been a lot more impact to our personal lives here in Seattle just noticing all of the ways that the city's been impacted. All events are called off in the city. It's There's a ban on any events larger than 250 people. I actually suspect that that, limit, that number will even go down by Monday, by the time this goes live, that there, I think, will be a ban on anything over like 20 people, maybe. We also have all the big school districts are closed in the area. Most of the private schools are closed the universities are closed. It's everyone, any office environment that can support having their employees work from home is doing that. So it's a lot of people working from home with kids not in school who are now homeschooling their children while working full time all out of their houses. And we're encouraged to not go outside and congregate. So you can just imagine how amazing that is for everyone. So there's just a heaviness here for sure. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. The other thing that's been happening is that the economic impact of small businesses here in Seattle has just been devastating and so fast. And so 
like every time I go to social media, there's another restaurant in the city that's posted like, hey, we can't weather the storm. We're closing our doors effective immediately. And so that's just brutal to see. And so there's just a heaviness about everything right now. And I will say that that makes it hard to kind of carry yourself through the day to day. And this is what I'm seeing showing up on Facebook. So in our free private Facebook group at Shameless Mom, hashtag every damn day. So in that Facebook group, I'm seeing the impact of so many of you. And then in our membership community at Momentum Mamas and our mastermind community at Tenacious Mamas, there's also conversations in those two places around, you know, impacts of coronavirus, COVD-19 across the country. And it's big. It's really big and it's really hard. And there's so many unknowns. And so, you know, a lot of you know me as a perfectionistic control freak type A kind of person. You know, I wear that badge with a little bit of pride because I know that some of you wear it with me. And it's a really hard time to be a control freak who likes everything to be predictable because <laughs> there's like nothing that one can control right now and nothing is predictable. And that can feel very overwhelming and very exhausting. And so this is what I'm seeing come up over and over on social media. So I made the decision because we don't have Shameless MomCon coming up in a couple of weeks. I was like, well, instead of that, I can do something that can support everyone right now. I, instead of having all my energy really, you know, focused in on this one event for a handful of people, more than a handful, but for, you know, a specific group of people at the end of the month, I can cast my net way wider to support all of you right now. And that's what I want to do. I want to show up and be able to support all of you while things are hard and heavy. And I want to be able to to create a place where there's some light and some levity and some brightness and where you feel a sense of control and power and predictability. Because I think that's where we are struggling so much right now as moms, as women, as employees, as business owners, and all of those roles in our lives and all of our roles of leadership that we have to show up in, I think we're really, really struggling around things feeling unpredictable and out of our control. And so I want to be able to give you some tools around that, which is what inspired this episode. And it's also what has inspired a challenge that we're going to do. So as a community and for our community, I'm offering a free eight-day challenge. We're going to do starting March 23rd, we're going to do a free eight-day challenge that is going to be the Hope, Happiness, and Mental Health Challenge. And what this is going to be is it's going to be eight days of free content from me. You'll get emails in your inbox. You're going to get a daily template to help you frame and regulate your days. And then I will also be on Facebook Live every day during that time, guiding you through some mindset work and guiding you through some activities and exercises that will really allow you to step away from the darkness and into the light. Because the thing about the situation right now, I can tell you from being in Seattle where, you know, it's the epicenter of it all, is that if this isn't impacting you deeply already, it's going to soon. And also it's not going to go away fast. Like we know this from seeing what has happened in China, that we can get containment hopefully pretty quickly, but this isn't going away quickly. There's going to be some long-term ramifications and implications that are going to be pretty uncomfortable for a while. And we've already seen this happening in you know pretty significant ways around the economy and around people's jobs and livelihoods and you know school schedules and summer schedules and all sorts of things. And so there's going to be fallout that continues for a while. And I don't want you to feel powerless in that. I want you to feel powerful. And I will also tell you from a selfish perspective, this gives me a tremendous sense of purpose to be able to provide all of you this 
challenge and to be able to focus on our community for eight days and focus on bringing hope and happiness and some really, you know, enlightened mental health for all of you to help you be in a place where you feel like you have a little more purpose and direction during really hard, unpredictable times. So while I'm very excited to be able to bring this to you, because I know it's going to be really helpful and impactful, I'm also secretly like very grateful to have a purpose, a mission, and a cause right now. <laughs> so if you want to join the free challenge, it's totally free, eight days, totally free, emails, Facebook Lives, the template, the daily template, all the stuff. All you need to do is go to shamelessmom.com slash challenge, and you'll get onto the email list for the challenge right there. And then you'll automatically get all the information for the challenge. Short, you'll get an email right back after you sign up that's kind of walks you through exactly how it's all going to work. It's going to be super simple, but it's going to be a very intentional place and space for you to have some light in your life over the eight days starting March 23rd. So now I want to talk about five ways that you can find light in the darkness right now before we start the challenge. So this challenge starts next Monday. I want you to sign up this week, like now while you're thinking about it. But then I also want you to have some tools that you can use while you wait for this challenge to start. So I'm going to talk about five ways that you can find light in the darkness right now. And I want to really encourage you. I'm going to especially encourage those of you who might be a little bit like me and say, when I give a suggestion, you're going to be like, oh yeah, that wouldn't work for me. I don't really do that. I'm going to really push those of you who are like that, because I can be one of those people. I'm going to really push you to challenge yourself and really try some of these things. Okay. So number one, I'm going to challenge you and push you to step away from the darkest places. And right now the darkest places are the internet and the media. And I know that's really hard. I had to kind of call myself out about a week ago, where I was really, really consumed by the internet and by media, especially as I was trying to make this decision around shameless mom con and should we postpone? Should we not? Will people actually come? Will there like be travel bans? Like, what will this even look like? And I was consuming all of the media. At one point, I was consuming every single diagnosed case of COVD in the greater Seattle area and tracking data around each person to like in my mind rationalize, oh, but this was an older person or this was a male. And so that wouldn't impact my people, which now I know like that's a super ignorant stance to take because anyone getting sick has impacts our the livelihood of our entire community. But this is how I was like, tracking information initially and looking for like, okay, if it's only men who were between 60 and 80 who are getting really sick, what does that mean for my event? And literally like watching every single case come in. And I was in this like hyper consumption of media and following all these things on Facebook and seeing what other people were saying and seeing what other people thought about things and reading other people's research and la-di-da, all the stuff. And what I started making myself do, I had to call myself out and recognize that Every time I shut down my phone or stepped away from media, I felt worse than when I started. I felt worse than I did before every time I got on social media. It made my day heavier. It made my day darker over and over and over and over and over again. And so I needed to check myself and be like, you know, you're making this a lot worse. You are actively choosing to make this a lot worse for yourself. You already know that there's three organizations that you should be listening to right now. The World Health Organization, the Washington State Department of Health, and King County Public Health. Those are the only three resources, and the CDC, four. Those are the only four resources that you need to be consuming right now, and you don't need to get on Facebook to monitor any of those. And I had to check myself and be like, you know what? You don't need, like, every time you get on Facebook, it's making things worse. It's taking way too much time, and it is completely zapping your energy. 
So I had to step away from that darkest place from the internet and the media because I pushed myself to take note. And this is, I talk all the time about data collection, right? I had to do the data collection and notice that this media consumption was only making me feel way, way worse. And when I was not consuming media, I felt so much better. And where this was really clear to me was we went skiing. It will have now been a week and a half ago, but I had six hours that I was not on social media, six hours away from my phone. And it was such an exhilarating mental break. And here's the thing, you know about me that skiing is very hard for me and very scary. So it's not like I was just oh so relaxed, like off skiing. I was actually pretty stressed out the whole time because I was, you know, not wanting to die as is typical for me when I'm skiing. But I still, even in this heightened state of worry that I'm always in when I'm skiing, I still had this huge sense of relief and huge sense of openness in my like mental space because I was able to shut down my consumption of one thing for six hours. And that felt so freeing. And I remember getting back in the car and thinking like, oh God, I should check on social media or like I should check the news or check like have more people in Washington been diagnosed or died or like any of that. And it just felt so heavy. And I was really, really clear then around you need breaks. Like the six hour break, even though it wasn't relaxing by any means, because I was on a mountain trying to, you know, not fly off the mountain and die the whole time, it was still a really necessary mental break. And so that's my number one for you is step away from those darkest places, step away from the internet, step away from the media, and then notice how it feels when you do it. Because here's the thing with those kinds of behavior, because media consumption is really, really habit forming and very addictive, you have to do the data collection to get that positive reinforcement. So you have to notice like, oh, okay, I am way more at ease if I can go two hours without checking social media, or I'm sleeping better if I don't check social media for a couple hours before bed, or I'm feeling better when I start off my day without listening to the news for 30 minutes while I get ready. So noticing those things, and that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be an informed citizen and consumer. I obviously want you to be informed, but you can get informed really quickly through really responsible means in just a few minutes a day, one time a day. (laughs) Like that's really all that's necessary. So that's my number one is to step away from the dark places. Number two is gift yourself levity. And so the way that we're doing this is we are, you know, my husband loves watching very serious TV. His favorite show is 60 Minutes, which is typically really heavy, which I now refuse to watch with him. And so we are being really conscious and also like, please laugh. If, like, just take a moment and laugh that my husband's favorite show is 60 Minutes. If you haven't heard me talk about that before. Also, when we first started dating, he told me this early on, which I mean, should have been a huge red flag, right? what dude says that their favorite show is 60 Minutes? I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) But anyway, so we are conscientiously not watching that kind of stuff right now, though. We are not watching things that are super educational or informational in nature. We are watching easy, relaxing, funny comedy stuff, like just total passive engagement TV shows. So for example, Shrill, which I love. Oh my gosh, with AD Bryant. Um, Working Moms has been, we just started Working Moms. It's been hilarious. Schitt's Creek is so, so, so good. In fact, we're almost done with the last season. And I want to just go back and start rewatching the whole thing when we're done because it's like exactly what everybody needs right now. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, 
is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So really gifting ourselves levity in the evening has been a huge gift. The other way I've been doing this is with Vinny. And so I have noticed when days are really, really heavy, one of the things I really need is to be in his world in very present ways because his world is really carefree right now. And I need that. Like, I'm like, I want to steal that from, not steal it from him at his own expense, but like, I want to steal some of it so we can share it. Because when I give myself a few minutes to live in his world and to sit down and color with him or to sit and read or go for a walk or run an errand together, the weight of the world comes off my shoulders. I can see what's really important and see like, we're going to be okay, even if this is really hard and if this lasts a while. And that's been a huge, huge gift is really trying to, when I'm with him, really be with him. Now I will say, so our public schools made the call to close for the next couple of weeks. I'm suspecting that Vinny's school will follow suit very soon. I might feel a little differently about our time together if he's out of school for two weeks. But for the moment, while he's still in school, I'm able to really, really be present with him and use that as my escape from the real world and use that as my time to connect and just like tell fart jokes and all of those things, which is, I mean, he, there's nothing that my child enjoys more than to like have permission to tell fart jokes. So that's some, one thing that we're doing. And then another way of gifting myself levity is finding really silly places to laugh. I will tell you, my friend Casey Arority the other day posted on Facebook that she was like, oh my gosh, help. I somehow changed my Facebook feed 
all into French and I don't know how to change it back. And I was literally sitting at my computer crying. I was laughing so hard. And I thought, you know, this probably on in any other time would not be that funny, but because every single thing on social media is so heavy right now to have this one thing. And then all of these friends of hers started replying to the thread in French, which I had no clue what they were saying, but I was dying. And it gave me, I felt like the eight or so minutes that the string went on before she figured out how to change her feedback to English like added eight years back to my life. It was just so refreshing. And so I think finding those places where you can just laugh until you cry over random silly things is so necessary right now. So for me, that happened to be on Facebook, which I know totally contradicts what I just said in number one, to step away from the internet. But I'm also seeing this happen in places that I connect with women outside of social media. And and I'm going to get to that in just a minute. So really looking for those things where you can look and say, like, this is a moment to have a really good laugh. And we're going to sit here for a minute and we're going to take full advantage. Like I did not just breeze past Casey's thread. I was like, oh, I'm going to stay here and see how this plays out. Like I need to know, I need this laugh. I'm staying, I'm conscientiously like gifting myself some joy right now at the expense of a million things on my to-do list, because this is what I need. Like I need to sit here and and have this like really good laugh. So I think that we have to look for those places and spaces to really just let go and let loose wherever we can find them. And then when we find them, sit in them for a minute. And so maybe that is with your kid telling fart jokes. Maybe it's with your partner laughing at something just super inappropriate. I mean, there's all sorts of things I think that come up in situations like this where you're like a lot of times where you might find that you're just being like totally not politically correct with whoever you can be, you know, and oftentimes that's like our partners and our closest friends or whatever, where you're just like, you know, I'm sorry, but I just got to say it. Like, I just got to call it like it is and say something super inappropriate and just like laugh until you practically pee your pants over the whole thing. I think those are the moments that we really, 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 really need right now. And those are the places where we're going to be able to have those mental breaks and also have a place to connect with other people, which is so important. So that brings me to number three. Number three is stay connected to the people who keep you sane. There's going to be a lot of people right now. Oh my gosh, I'm literally like I'm in a whole like unfollow and unblock mode on social media right now. There's so many people posting things that are dangerous and triggering and awful and related to politics and related to coronavirus and all the things. And so I'm actively guarding myself against that. I'm also actively staying connected to the people who keep me sane. And for me, that's in text threads and in Marco Polo groups with other women. And so there's a couple Marco Polo groups that I'm in where I'm just really staying connected to other women in my life and how they're doing. And then I am also part of a couple's text strings. And so one is a group of moms from all over the country. We all went to high school together. Another is a group of moms here locally. And so just really staying connected and finding places where we can laugh and joke and freak out and have each other's backs and come up with plans and all of those things makes a huge, huge difference. So I think it's so important to stay connected to the people who keep you sane. And I know one of the things that I have seen happening or seen people talking about in my Facebook groups is around feeling like they don't have those people. And so that's where this challenge that we're going to do is going to be so, so important and impactful is that 
I'm going to create that space for you. I'm going to create that bubble and that vacuum for you to be connected to a group of people who can keep you sane and who can add light to your light, who can add levity to your life and add some hope and happiness to your life as well. So that's really, really one of my huge intentions around offering this challenge is that for eight days, you will have this place where we can be there to support each other and where you will have this place to have a little reprieve from the heaviness and from the people in your life who are making things more difficult. I mean, this is a really hard time to have family members who have different points of views than you and friends who have different points of views because people are very heightened in their emotions, very heightened in their opinions, and everything feels really dangerous. And so when we feel that way, we're just so on the defense. And so to be able to have places where we can feel like we don't have to be on the defense, it's so much more important than it typically. Like it's always important. It's critical right now. So if you don't have those places, definitely join us for the challenge so that you can have that place within this community because it will make a huge, huge difference. Number four. Okay, number four, some of you are going to roll your eyes at. This is one of the things I was referencing when I said, if you think this won't work for you, try it anyways. I want you to double down on the gratitude. And that is a hard thing to do when things are hard. (laughs) It's also the thing that will keep you full of hope, full of happiness, and keep you moving forward. So I want you to double down on the gratitude. I want you to constantly be looking for like, oh, look at this, this hard thing happened and here's an opportunity in it. Oh, look at this, I didn't expect this, this changes everything and here are the gifts I can see within it. Oh, look at this, this is not what I wanted, but here's the silver lining. I think we just have to, have to, have to do this right now and it can be along so many lines. You know, one of the things I noted as something I was grateful for the other day was cleaning up the dog barf and you know why? Because a week ago, the dog ate a chomps. So if you shop at Trader Joe's, that's where we get them. They probably have them other places too, but we get chomps. They're like a beef jerky stick in a long, it's probably, I don't know, 10 inches long in individually wrapped in plastic. And our dog ate an entire chomps with the wrapper and then barfed it up multiple times and kept re-eating the wrapper. So I know some of you are gagging right now. And what kept happening is she would barf it up. I would run to get a paper towel or something to pick it up. And then she would have re-eaten it by the time I got there to clean it up. And I was having this panic that the chomps wrapper is like 10 inches long and very narrow. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to get wrapped around her intestines. And she's going to have to have surgery. And I told my husband, I'm like, this is so how our 2020 has already been. Like, this is going to happen because 2020 has been such a freak show already that I can just tell you this is the direction we're going with this. So this morning she puked and I was fast enough to get there and get the wrapper before she could eat it again. And now... She doesn't have to have surgery because it's not going to get wrapped around her intestines. And I'm like, this feels like such a huge win. And never have I been so grateful to clean up the damn dog's barf. So these are literally the things that you have to catch yourself in right now. The things that make all the difference and the things that really change the trajectory of your day. Because if you can find a win and find that gratitude in something so unusual, it shifts your ability to consistently find wins and gratitude in unpredictable places. And that gives you so much power during hard times. So I really want you to double down on the gratitude. I want you like keep a journal, open up your app, get the grateful app. The grateful app is a really simple way to track gratitude and you can attach pictures to it from your phone, which is super fun. Whatever means of doing gratitude is helpful to you. We'll definitely be doing this as part of the eight day challenge, but I want you to start now because it will give you a sense of purpose and power in painful times 
immediately. And I know some of you are thinking, oh, that won't work for me. And you're lying to yourself. (laughs) So I'm going to push you to do it anyways. And then number five, number five, I want you to give yourself minute to minute pep talks and mantras. This is what I have been doing. You know, like I said at the beginning, I am not someone who thrives in unpredictability or not having control. Definitely like to know the direction of things. I like to know and control all the things as much as possible all the time. And I right now I'm really having to lean into a lot of unknowns and be okay with that. And here's the deal. I've been through harder things. I've shown up for myself in harder circumstances and come out just fine the other side. And I have repeatedly walked through hard times and been just fine. And so have you. You have been through hard times before and you have always figured it out. So you're going to figure this out too. This is not forever. And this is something that I am so guilty of. When I'm in the middle of a hard time, I get this even when I have like the flu. I have this overwhelming sense of like, this is just my life now. This is how it is forever. And like, we all know the flu doesn't last that long. So I've had days where luckily I don't get the flu very often, but I've had days a couple of years ago. I remember having the flu for like three or four days and being so devastated. Like, this is my life now. I'm just going to be sick for the rest of my life. And then having this sense of like shock when it was over, like, oh my gosh, life is going back to normal. And this is the most amazing thing ever. And I had to remind myself, you know, when things are hard, it's always temporary it might last sometimes longer than you would want. And sometimes you don't know how long it's going to last. A lot of times you don't know how long it's going to last, but it's always temporary. Things will get better again. And I think that if you're like me, it's easy to be in the moment and feel like this moment is forever. This is where we're at and it's never going to change. And that's just not true. And we know from the science around coronavirus, what we suspect and the way we've seen other viruses react, that this has a very high likelihood of being a seasonal thing that will be better as temperatures warm up. So there will be some long-term impacts, but also we are in a really tough season. And also it is a temporary season. There might be some long-term impact or there will be some long-term impact, but this acute phase of unknowns and unpredictability and the scaredness, all of that, that's temporary. So I want you to remind yourself that you are strong and powerful and capable and resourceful and resilient. And you've already proven that over and over and over. You have already been through harder things in the past and You don't need to have all the answers right now. You just need to know that you're going to figure it out because you always do figure it out. So you will figure this out too. And no matter what the outcome is, you will be okay because that is who you are. You walk through hard things. You figure it out as you go. You shift, pivot, evolve, and learn in order to be stronger on the other side. That is who you are. And if you don't believe me, rewind 30 seconds, listen to that again. It is so important that you're giving yourself these minute to minute pep talks. And I, especially in that week of trying to figure out what to do about Shameless MomCon, was really very literally giving myself this minute to minute pep talk. So full of stress and worry about what decision to make and what was the best decision and what was going to, you know, how could I have the least amount of impact for my guests and still be able to pull off something really great and meet everyone's expectations. That felt so big and so heavy. And I had to keep reminding myself that I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm capable, I'm resourceful, I'm resilient. I have done harder things than this in the past, and I don't need to have all the answers right now. I just need to know that I always figure it out and I'm going to figure this out too. So if this has been helpful to you, please share this episode. Also, please join me for the challenge. So to join me for the free eight-day hope, happiness, and mental health challenge that's going to help you feel the light and the brightness in the face and the darkness of COVID-19, 
I want you to go to shamelessmom.com slash challenge. That's shamelessmom.com slash challenge. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Real truth alert, pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were, but the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katayun Kayeni, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom in Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.